Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment Podcast, the best podcast ever. <laughs> yep. I really appreciate, uh, were we on air when you said that the other week when you were like, God, is this a real, is this a good podcast or do we suck and I just don't know it? <laughs> like, I don't know. I appreciated that you said that because I, th- you know, we think we're amazing. I think we're awesome and I'm having a good old time doing the thing, but. Yeah, I don't know. You know me, I don't um, listen to a lot of podcasts, so. They all sound pretty much like this, honestly. It's just, if you're coming at it from, you know, we're the guys that own Black Rifle Coffee, of course you're going to have, you know, 1,500 listens the first hour. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's, and honestly, that's the truth of it. Like Brian Sumner's pop, podcast, the Foolishness podcast, but he's a pro, he was a pro skater, still is. So it's got that whole following people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just, you know, we're just here. Yeah. I'm not famous yet. (laughs) People listen or they don't. And, you know, it's, I don't even know that I fully know how to make it. So more people listen without like, to me, I'll say this to me, it's a bad look to give someone money to have fake people listen. So to have, you know what I mean? To have yeah. like 30,000 yeah. bots listen to make it seem like, you know, you're doing the thing and hopefully it catches on. Right. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I want people to have access and to be aware of what we're doing and be encouraged by it. But, you know, I want people to be impacted in a positive way by what we do, you know? So mm-hmm. no, that's, it's cool. It's good. I really, I really enjoy doing this. This is awesome. This is a really great idea that you had, Jim. <laughs> I, you know, like sometimes I think I have good ideas, and then other times I'm like, dang, that was just a. Dumb, yeah, but you got you got to throw idea. a few things against the wall. What? Uh-huh, I saw if you're not. I saw something the other day that said if you're not willing to do something new, every time you do something new, you're going to look like a fool because you've never done it before. So unless you're willing. To look like a fool, you'll never learn anything new, and you'll never get great at anything. So I think right. to just be in that creative zone, like like right now you're posting poems. And I feel like Which okay, is that's pretty what we cool. can talk about, dude. That's what we can talk about because, you know, there's one that the world went kind of ghost, and I think there's a misconception that I need to explain myself. This poem is hold on a second i'm trying to do two things at once and i can't really do that but (laughs) so this poem will actually be either at the front end or at the end like the tail end of a chapter of the book okay but that poem (laughs) is based on that is from you probably picked up on this of the dude i saw kill himself yes now I understand that if you don't know that story on the front end, it might seem like I killed that guy, which I did not do. <laughs> I'm not oh. the killer. 
I guess I never read it that way because I knew I was, did somebody say something like that? No, but I felt like this overwhelming sense of, Oh "Oh, no, this could could be read two different ways. Yeah. But that's kind of what art and poetry is, is that it can kind of evoke memories and emotion and and things in different people. So it can kind of resonate differently with different people. And I think that's pretty amazing, but you, you kind of said, Hey, bear with me. Right. I'm I'm kind of rolling around with something new here. I'm I'm doing an, right. a thing, you know. And I think that's really cool. And the thing that's cool about that style of where I'm writing from, the subject matter, is like it's not it's not the kind of poetry where people think that is awesome. What an amazing, beautiful poem. It's not meant to be that. Right? And like so I follow this this thing on Instagram It's called War Poet Society. Okay. And or Warrior Poet Society, I guess one or the other. But all of them are like that. All of them That's are speaking cool. from like a, a warrior mindset or an operator mindset. And so it's not, nothing is really, there's no warm and fuzzy to it. Does it help that it's like these, these like snippets of pieces of like memories and mm-hmm. like that's what kind of feels like you, you're kind of like, I don't know, mixing a salad together in a way. You've got like this thing here and this thing here, and it just kind of all adds to this whole like mosaic of of uh-huh. a moment, and that's really cool. I think that's it's I like fun. the vibe of it. I really think it's cool. So that's why I said the other week, I'm super like, your poetry fun. is super dope, dude. Like, <laughs> and because you're a first it. responder and an army vet and all this and everything, like, you wouldn't necessarily think that you'd be spouting poetry. You know, so it's just really cool. It's very, it's it's super, it's super fun. It's actually helping me with the book. Is, That's is cool. Just do these okay. short things and keep active in that way. That's cool. So, oh yeah, but I felt like again, I felt like after after that particular poem, I'm like, uh oh, hmm, this could come across as like maybe, you know, because just some of the wording, you know, but. Did, now, did you the put case. the whole thing into Spanish? I did. Okay. That was just because I like to put things in Spanish. Okay. Do you do you speak Spanish or did you just translate it with I can Google Translate? Under, I, just, I just translate it because I like to, but I can understand those words reading them. But it's very interesting. So I can understand enough to help somebody if they're speaking Spanish. That makes sense. Yep. And I can, and that's just from growing up Cali. And I can read most words, but I cannot speak Spanish fluently. Not at all. No, that's all. That's, I can speak a little totally bit of Spanish. That totally makes sense. It's different. Like, <clears throat> it's different centers, and it's also just like speaking it is a whole different, like, I don't know, not really motor skill. But that's that's a lot of what Nick experienced living down in Tampa, Florida for so many years. He moved yeah. down there when he was five and then was down there through most of high school. And he went to a lot of, like had a lot of Cuban, Puerto Ricans, like, speaking mm-hmm. Spanish and stuff around him. So he was to the point where he could pretty much have an idea of what people were saying around him, but he couldn't really fluently at any right. rate be able to really dialogue back and forth. So, right. no, and that like, makes sense. Like, just enough. I can do just enough if it's, like, a patient or something like that. Yeah. We've had patients before where it's just, and I can, like. That's that's wonderful. Just get by. But, no, every once in a while I like to just put stuff out there in spanish because one i think it looks beautiful oh yeah for sure for sure but two i just 
I don't know. I'm just having fun doing creative things. That's all. That's good. all it is. That's good. No, I celebrate that. I think that's really cool because we don't often put that out there for people to kind of share. And I think that it's encouraging and inspiring. And I think that even just, I don't know, there's so many levels of it, like socially and like all just, there's a book I'm reading right now and it's talking about trauma and a lot of the way that we can heal and get the brain out of like a survival mode is doing things like music and art and writing and movement, like athletics or yoga, stuff like that. So the more we activate the brain, it's so amazing. It's so good for just, and then interacting online, sharing that online with other people and people seeing, I just think it's really important. Well, that, and it's cool too, because I don't like, so it's the act of, it's like, so putting stuff out there like that for me is like the idea of, like, like doing airborne stuff, paratrooper stuff, this jumping out the like stepping out of the door. Yeah. And just like that, it's the act of that. That's cool. I mean, I don't care. You guys don't have to like it or signify that you like it or any acknowledgement. I'm just putting it out there because it's good for me to, for my own mental health and, and, uh, some type of ways I've felt about myself not being creative or not being smart enough or whatever, like all that, what do they call that? Imposter syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like kind of struggling with that and kind of self sabotaging and in those kind of creative lanes and stuff like that. So that's all. I have some more in the hopper too, that I'll put out this week. That makes me think a bit because I have really, really enjoyed writing in the past and I haven't done so much the last couple of years just because we've gone through such kind of heavy stuff that I, I love to kind of complete a thought and I think a lot of the stuff that at least me personally my family and just the stuff that's kind of gone in our life like the last three or four years or so they're not easy black and white things to just wrap up in a little bow and just be done mm-hmm. and so I think to be able to express something and not have it be like a perfect completed thought, but more of that moment in time, like what you're doing, I think is really, really powerful. I think that's really neat. It makes me kind of think about maybe some of my motive with my writing and Mm -hmm. kind of is kind of encouraging with how I could start maybe doing some of that more like kind of shifting my mindset with what my goal is to my goal has always been to try to encourage like with a a whole complete yeah no that makes me really kind of think about that that's neat that's cool yeah that's because that's how my my thoughts (laughs) i look i don't want to say that i don't have complete thoughts but everything like in this world in this space is moment to moment yeah yeah you know what i mean so which is so if you take that in and you translate 20, however, what I say, 27, 28 years doing this, yeah. my mind is now set up to operate in just like in the moment to moment thought process. So, yeah, which which then you look at it and we go back to the episode with Desi and, you you know, and, and dealing with getting things done. It all makes sense because I'm wired to be specific, which I like. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not mad at it. Right. <laughs> it's just all y'all got to figure out 
<laughs> well, he even said, he's like, clearly you're doing, you're, you're operating within your, your personality skill set gifting very well at work. Like, don't change that. Like, don't, you know, cause you're obviously, um, there's not a huge shift in what your natural, um, wiring is with you operating within your position in your field right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it makes it makes sense that this whole new world of being a pastor and pastoring a church and you know is it's different you know there's a lot of elements that you're bringing to it that are very key mm-hmm. you know but yeah. it's okay that it's you don't have 27 years under your belt of being a yeah. pastor of a small church it's you know that's new. that's all right you know yeah it's totally it's cool too man yeah like i i dig that too it's hard it's harder like, but I would honestly. say the same thing about my, like my disc and stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I think that there's the task orientedness that I've kind of banged myself up about in the past of, you know, I'm not very task oriented, but really understanding what tasks I do well and one, one, what, which ones I don't. And then actually being able to look at my track record of my career since I graduated college. There's actually a lot of things that I do well now that I didn't do well when I first graduated. And I thought about that this past week. Like some of the things I do for Sylvia, some of the administrative, like we're just going to write it down and start working at like going at it. I spend a lot less time agonizing over what the right answer might be. And I just start exploring, like figuring out like what it might be and going after it. And that's a big win for me compared to 15 years ago like that's huge for me so being able to kind of see some of that stuff but also like no I'm definitely a people person and I really love that and I really love that I can be a steady like person that people can enjoy being around like I love that I'm totally cool with that (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. so no that's that's really cool you know I I've seen you know there's there's one side where people are like you know don't change who you are don't change for anybody blah 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 and then there is somebody yeah, else that well, said you like you should never be absolutely 100% okay with yourself cuz you should always be pushing yourself to grow so there's this right. kind of happy medium of like you know I gave it a good go today and I'm satisfied with the effort and my intentionality but also if this is exactly where I stay for the rest of my life, that shouldn't be okay. Like I should continue to grow. So kind of that, that middle balance, like standing in the middle of the teeter totter, trying to like get that to balance a bit or on the skateboard. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that's cool. Yeah, man. So yeah, all good things. It was interesting. I'm, I'm thinking of this whole process and thinking of, the idea of of the the differences of being a chaplain and being a pastor. I know it's kind of the same, but kind of not the same. You know. No, I mean? let's talk about that. Like, what does that look like? What does a chaplain mean? Well, <clears throat> okay. So I'm going to read this because I love this little meme I found from <sighs> just a chaplain's group. But it says, uh, "Hold on, I got to." bear with me i'm trying to read a word that i've never read before so i'm going to try to say it right okay so but it says first responder chaplaincy is not about the chaplain's faith nor proselytization i think that's just evangelism i think that's fancy for sharing the gospel okay i think i could be wrong 
but then it says first responder chaplaincy is about the faith or no faith of those we serve. So, which is pretty common, right? Common knowledge. So what it's saying is that, that regardless as a chaplain, you're there to pastor. Kind of meet them where they're at. Meet them where they're at. Right. Yeah. That's cool. Which is, which is fitting for what we're doing because that's the whole idea of the house campus. That's the whole backbone of why we started this whole process. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. You know what I mean? And it's, so it's interesting to really, when I think about it, I've been doing this the whole time. I don't know if always, excuse me, always well, I think I could be better, you know, better at it while I'm at, at work. I liked the, the lead chaplain at the jail. I liked what he said yesterday about he's a missionary. He thinks of himself as a missionary That's cool. in the jail system. That's cool. And I like that idea of being a missionary within the first responder world. No, let's go. That makes me think, though, because some of what Desi even said, though, you, how you operate as a first responder attending to a patient it can be very different than attending to that same person as a chaplain. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you're, you're making quick decisions, like what Desi was saying, like operating off of, of a procedure, you mm-hmm. know, attending to and making lots of decisions and, and doing what they need to do for their care. Whereas if you're just able to sit with them on the side and just encourage them and speak to them as a person, I think are two completely different functions, even though you do so much of that as you are attending mm-hmm. to them. So I don't know. Well, more as chaplaincy would be to speak to the like responders. Okay. okay. Not so much patients. That makes sense. That'd be more a pastoral care thing. I mean, hospitals have chaplains, and that's who everybody kind of reports to as clergy. Yeah. Will be the hospital chaplain. They're kind of the director of of all that sort of stuff. No, but I'm more speaking to how I could be better at, like, reaching the people that I, that are colleagues. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Meeting them where they're at and not waiting for them to listen to a show or Makes come sense. to my house. Makes sense. You know. So, so you need like a couple know. days where you're on a rig, and like you need a couple days where you just walk around and talk to people. While they're well, in listen. If I'm honest, we <laughs> walk around and talk to people already. I just yeah. need to, you know, manage that better. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I guess situation by situation. Like if you're like still giving treatment and care to somebody while you're waiting to get them checked into the ER, it might be difficult to also have conversations no, with colleagues. We'll do that. It depends on the patient and what's yeah. going on. Obviously. Yeah, for sure. If we're just waiting up in in the pit, waiting to get a spot and stuff like that, no, we we talk. So this is this is my question. We're going to challenge people. This will be an interactive episode. Ooh, this has been it's been a while since we've kind of given yeah. homework. So <laughs> listen, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna actually ugh, go on Facebook and post this same question later. <laughs> but what could I do for our listeners better? How could I better serve you as a chaplain? as like self-appointing myself as chaplain to Genesee County EMS. Okay. But here's, here's the thing. Would your own community being such a brotherhood really give you honest criticism? (laughs) Yeah. Would they really? Yeah. (laughs) 
Hell yeah. Probably not publicly. That would be probably like direct message you or like text you or give you or crap when they saw you. Face. Yeah, they just give you crap when they saw you. Yeah. No, like, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's very, that part of the community, yes, people would. Okay. I mean, our friend Amira who came on the show, like even when, you know, I inadvertently shared with her that I had had a neck injury, like the quick... <laughs> Like, sincerely, though, the concern so quickly went from, like, hey, please stop moving your head like that. Because yeah. I hadn't got to the point where it's not broken now. It was broken. It just didn't heal quite right. But it's not broken. Right. So it's, I'm free to move my head about the cabin, so to speak. But but then it was like, do you need to go off the road? I'm like, I don't know, probably sooner rather than later. And she said, you know that there is, like crowdsourcing there's gofundmes there's all that thing so that shouldn't be the reason that right. you're out here risking paralysis but you know and and that was like so that was the immediate thought we yeah you know and she was direct enough about it yeah that's cool oh my gosh. yeah that's she, cool she is in the most kind but her voice ways. was so amazing like even when i went back and edited that episode i'm like i could just sit here and listen to amira like yeah, all night she's like so kind. she is so kind but her voice is such like a motherly, like comforting like yes she could tell you to get your ever-loving crap together and say horrible yeah, things has. about you and you'd still be like oh you love me so much uh-huh. she has she has yeah she has yeah, I bet. For sure. Yeah, th- those like, those two and, are pretty and amazing. Those people, those are the kind of people you want in your story in your life that are just yeah. Like, she is walking with in so much wisdom that, unfortunately, there's people that still don't know. Like the 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 vast wisdom there and knowledge, but yeah. But I, I think like starting to exercise the creativity and just at 52 years of age, I'm growing in boldness to where I'm not as concerned of being of people <clears throat> rejecting the thought. Cause there are all people that will reject the thought of God. And yeah. Yeah. You know, there's, there's some misconceptions that unfortunately <clears throat> for that you just can't break. Right. In in some situations and people just aren't ready and it's, yeah. It's it's not your job to go like like yeah, no, that makes that totally makes sense. Yeah. You know, I heard once <clears throat> it was really cool. Get it just dry throat. You know the comedy duo Penn and Teller, remember? Yes. Them? Yeah. So Penn Gillette was he was telling a story. It was back now at this point he's doing like solo stuff and just on a, on his own on the road doing shows and he tells this story and he's an atheist like right or agnostic or or something or one or a little bit of i don't know how all that stuff works we'll just say he's atheist so he was telling the story about this man who came up to him after a show and said he really enjoyed his show and and really likes his demeanor and how he delivers the material. And I want to give you this. And he gives them like the little Gideons, the new Testament and just shares with them a little bit about how much his heavenly father loves him and is pursuing him and all these other things. And Penn says he just, he never 
he didn't shut the guy down. He just listened to him and said, well, you know, thanks. Have a good night. But then in this little blog or video vlog, I guess he was saying, what he really respected was like, this guy's faith is so big, like, and he believes so much. And then it became kind of like a call out to Christians. It's like, if you know this, if you have this knowledge, how much would you have to hate somebody not to share it with them, regardless of what they say? Yeah. It matters not at all what the response is. You know, if we have this thing that we claim so near and dear and so important and say all the things like I think that sometimes I'm kind of going on a rabbit hole that I'm not sorry about. But like, I think sometimes we as the church, as Christians, as believers, we get kind of ourselves stuck in a loophole of or of this kind of spiral of successes. Right. Wins for like ministry wins in finger quotes. So like if I share with you and then pray for you and now you're saved, I was a win. It's a victory. But if I ask you if I can pray for you and say no and you walk away or not interested and walk away, somehow I've failed the kingdom somehow. You understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that that is like it's the furthest from the truth. It's just a, for sure. You know, I believe, and this is not biblical or anything like that, but when we talk about planting seeds, believe that we're born with the seed in us. Like always because we're here for a reason, right? Yeah. I think that's always there. It just has to be nurtured and cared for and sometimes awoken. That's and that true. could happen as an adult. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, and I think some of those things I think of are just slowing down to be able to have conversation with people, to have a demeanor that is trustworthy and calm and, and cool. Like just being able to just listen and be ready for people. Cause you never know. It could be something as simple, just, you know, asking somebody how they're doing and they kind of pause and instead of jumping in there, just kind of waiting until they're ready. Like it, it could be a thousand different situations and just right. being ready for people. Um, yeah, there's a lot of opportunity to be like, dude, can I pray for you? You know, instead of being like, hey, I'll be praying for you. Be like, hey, can I pray for you real quick? You know, I mean, that's that's pretty cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's all very, it's very cool. I heard something, and this is wild. I'm not picking on you, but I know you're not a huge Judah Smith fan because his pants. I don't think I've ever, yeah, he's kind of weird looking to me. He kind of freaks me out a little bit, but I've never, honestly, I haven't given him... Like a real goat. Like I haven't really given him a chance. It's funny, dude. He's got a little video clip that came out a couple weeks ago where he's talking about like where our approach, instead of telling people how much they need to love God, is we should be telling people how much God loves them. Yeah. Yeah. Like in like, oh, oh, but you hate him. Uh, Yeah, but he he loves you. So congratulations. (laughs) No, you hate him? Oh, no big deal. No big deal. It's all good. Sal did too for a long time. <laughs> just kidding. Right. Right. Sal didn't really hate God. He just thought he was doing holy things in the name of God. Right, man. Yeah. Like, he, you know, he thought. Yeah, he, he thought, thought he knew he was, a lot of things. Yeah. No, like, no, that's funny. Judas. What? What's his last name? Smith. Judas Smith. Smith. Judas Smith. He looks like one of those guys that you'd be like listening to, and then all of a sudden at the end of the sermon, he'd say something crazy like, "Okay, now you have to like." 
sacrifice these frogs to be like blah 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 and be like oh I this is the wrong show I'm in the wrong place I need to leave <laughs> just joking I'm sorry Judah if you ever if you ever hear this episode I apologize in advance for the Somehow. things that I've said. It's so funny, too. I can't remember where I was, but I was like, this is really a great message. I'm going to show you guys this little clip. And, like, everybody that I know that I shared it to, with the exception of, I believe, Tammy Cromer, (laughs) was like, I can't take that guy seriously because of his pants. And I was, like, so pissed. I think it was his glasses, though, too. It was, like, his glasses and his hair or something, too. It was, like, wow. Like, everything is really eccentric. (laughs) He is that. Well, he catches that poor dude. It's just a Bible teaching, gospel, like believing, Jesus following dude. Wonderful ministry. But he catches a lot of shade because he reached out and took it upon himself to really pastor and mentor like uh, Bieber, Justin Bieber, and guys like NFL. So, like, everyone throws throws shade his way. But it's like really genuine. He's not trying to gain fame. Right. He has because that's what happens when you get next to famous people. Right. But that was not, I need to make myself and my wife and my church super famous. It's like, here's this kid that everyone's letting ruin his life and no one's saying anything and we're supposed to be the church. Right. But in the actual heck are we doing? That's cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? And but Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. People will disagree. And they'll, they'll tell me. They'll tell me about it. I'm sure, but that's okay. Yep. Yeah. You know, I've read a couple of his books. Pretty good. So, I don't know. I think everybody is who's doing what we call kingdom work is just needs to be doing kingdom work yeah. in their lane, not 100%. in everybody's lane. Yep. One hundred percent. You know. Because really, it's all super, it's all very similar. Yeah, it's just different, different what arenas. We would call firing lanes. Yep, different styles, different, different lanes arenas. of fire. Yep. Yeah, different experiences. You know, that's really good. So, well, I don't have much else to say tonight. I think of no, that was good. I don't know. It was weird. We can get some guests up in here. <laughs> We've had a few weeks of guests and stuff, so um, you guys better check out next week. We're really excited to bring on a special guest. I don't want to say it. I'm too excited. And we're not going to say it, just we in won't case. Say it. We won't say it, just in case it doesn't. I'm 99% sure it's going to happen, but I don't want to get everybody all pumped. But, no, it'll be good. It'll be really good. Super grateful for just the season, people that are coming on. Um, I know it really encourages both of us like we both really love having conversations with people which is why i just think that this medium works really well for both of us Mm -hmm. in many different ways but um yeah it's just really awesome talking to people and having them share their experiences and what god's done in their life what what they're doing like what they've been through i just think it's really cool so yeah, it's awesome stuff. So yeah. if you've got yeah. something to share, something that's on your heart, whatever, reach out to Jim. You know, it'd be cool to... Get us up. Come on the show. Yeah. What else? I think there was something else I was going to say, but I'll just post it because I can't remember right now. 
That's what well, happens. Yeah, it happens. Well, go ahead and th- thank the people. Thank oh, our yeah, people. Man. Okay. Thank you, Freedom Center Church and Kingdom Builders, for all your love and support, you know, now and forever. And uh, thank you to our listeners. Mm-hmm. And like I said last time, when you go on your sting where you get your podcast, give us a good rating and it makes us more accessible to people. Or not. Just listen, whatever. Follow the link. <laughs> It'll be up on Thursday. <laughs> And you should come to church, man. Monday night's my house. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. This week we had taco salad <sighs> and a really good message. And we hung out. The message was wild. This past Sunday was wild. It was so good. I was very surprised by it in all the great ways. So if you haven't heard the message, you can get right back at like on the same platform that this podcast is on. They always share the sermon mm-hmm. notes or go back to, um, you can see it on YouTube too. You can go to the Freedom yep. Center Church's page and watch the entire service from this past Sunday. So Ascend number five. Mm-hmm. Sick. All right. See you guys next time. <laughs>